Today is Wednesday, February the 14th, in the year of our Lord, 2024. It's Valentine's Day, but it's also the first day of our Lenten season. I'm Susan Kent, and this is your wake-up call. Let's begin where we always begin, with our prayer of consecration. Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body to you as a living sacrifice. Jesus, we belong to you. Praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's entry is entitled, Being Made New. Hear now the word of the Lord. From 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. Now consider this. What does it actually take to make something new? Well, first, we have to recognize that what it is now is not as it once was. When we examine our lives, we must consider God's original intention for his creation. To do that, let's go back to the very beginning. When God created the universe and he formed the heavens and the earth, there was no separation of the two. Scripture tells us that it was on earth as it is in heaven. That was the reality. His spirit hovered. He created day and night, land and water, plants and animals, and he said his creation was good. Then he created man and woman, and it was very good. God created heaven on earth, and his creation was in perfect relationship with him. It was just as he had envisioned. But as God's creation succumbed to the temptation of sin, the earth, it no longer looked like heaven. The weaving of lies, the twisting of truth, it spoiled the creation of God. The earth that we experience is not in perfect communion, not like God originally created, and we know this, don't we? But the good news is it is not the end of the story. The earth longs for its creator. It stretches out to find the relationship that it once had. And our deepest longing, it is, or at least it should be, to once again experience heaven on earth. You know, some people call 2 Corinthians Paul's most personal letter. And the truth that we find in it should be the foundation and the motivation for the Lenten journey that we're beginning today. He writes, if anyone is in Christ, and that's important, 
If anyone is in Christ, they are made new, which means that there is nothing that's in your past or mine, that's in your present or mine, that will keep us from experiencing the transforming power of the Lord. So we begin today on Ash Wednesday, and we place ourselves before Jesus, asking him to examine our hearts and allowing us to confess the sins that are in our life. We do this because being made new means that we have to be honest with what needs to be changed in our life. And in the midst of a world that is filled with chaos and disappointment, pain and death, the good news is there is a promise of restoration and transformation through Jesus. And the good news is transformation, it isn't found at the end of our lives, but it is found at the end of ourselves. This is the beauty of the Lenten season. It's a season in the church calendar where most of us, perhaps more intentionally than any other time, we commit to seek that transformation. We search the scriptures. We sit in stillness with God as we recognize the sin which has, well, broken the perfect communion that God created. We long to be transformed into the image of our Savior who has given his life so that we can once again experience earth as it is in heaven. That's God's kingdom. That is the promise of Jesus. It is the fulfillment of God's original design. So let's seek transformation but not for the purpose of just finding happiness or avoiding pain, um, of putting on an appearance of success or storing up treasures for our own gain. Let's seek transformation to experience an awakening of holiness within ourselves and encounter the power of the risen Savior to radically alter the way that we live. The prayer. Lord, search me. Draw my attention to those places in my life which need your forgiveness and your transforming power. Don't let me stay the way I am, but renew me, fill me, change me so that I can reflect your grace in this world. Amen. The questions, what fear or concerns do you have as you give yourself over to the Lord to be changed? And what is your hope for transformation as you embrace the promise of being made new? And what do you need to confess to the Lord today? For The Awakening, I'm Susan Kent. See you tomorrow. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. 
Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.